0: And after a long time of being away, (laughs) imagine if it's finally back. How are you doing, Franny?
1: Oh, it was good. Yeah, man. Like, the Guardians of the Universe just came down there like, hey, um, here's this green ring. We need you to save all of, you know, eternity from the Blackest Night. So, like, I'm glad you used your hyper-velocity powers and we (laughs) fucking stopped those back. It was great. (laughs)
0: well you know when when the guardians come calling you just have to answer so
1: <laughs> I don't really give you a choice in the matter horse <laughs> the they dropped me off in the middle of nowhere in the desert so that was a great three day hike <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh just, just for the, the audio the listening audience uh you know i had a i had a little bit of a medical issue uh with some kidney stones so i i we couldn't record and then uh I ended up going on the trip to Las Vegas for the World Series of Beer Pong, and we couldn't record. And uh, Then we had some technical difficulties, so we couldn't record. But we're back, and we're here to answer your questions. We're here to throw out some challenges. We're here to have some fun and talk about some comic books. I hope you are all on the ride with us.
1: Yeah, it's time to get back where we need to be, and that's doing exactly what we love,
0: talking comics. <laughs> there you go. So... On that note, let's talk about some news. What's going on in the comic book universe, Chris?
1: All right. So let's see. Um, Rebirth is still trucking along as it does, which is fantastic. If you aren't reading it, go out and show some love to your local comic book store or wherever you acquire your comics and get on it. Um, I'm trying to remember what came out this last week. Um, let's see here. In terms of Rebirth from the Deep 2, we got... Action Comics is continuing its ongoing saga where we have our uh, pre-Flashpoint Superman is fighting Doomsday with a Superman Lex Luthor helping him. And meanwhile, there's a Clark Kent out there. So, you know, who's this Clark Kent? So that's going to be the big mystery. Um, We had, let's see here, Detective Comics is continuing and you know, by the way, Mitch, I'm gonna keep poking at you. You gotta read that one. <laughs> like, I gotta say, it's a fun team heist book. You know, it's just it's great. You know, like I'm looking forward to like like right now they're there's they're setting, so it's a little it's a little slow. It's a slow burn, but I I have good hopes on this one. And I hope I hope for you because I know you like Azriel I hope like I know he was injected. I didn't get to read this last issue, but I know he was in there, so I hope he eventually makes it to the cut full time.
0: Yeah, um, that that's definitely something I, w- I want to read into. Is if uh, I mean his characters come. Back. I want I, mean, I want to get into reading comic books again, just in general. All of, all of rebirth really sounds pretty awesome, so I I really want to get back into it. I just I don't know if I if I, I haven't found the time or I haven't made the time. It's one of the two.
1: <laughs> in time is oh my goodness, <laughs> we need to like I don't know that's, that's what we should do for like the fans. We'll we'll start doing like audio comic books where well, we'll read the comic to you <laughs> and like in this panel nightwing is crouched hiding behind a smokestack and then he leaps and kicks the bad guy in the face is the sound
0: of the- <laughs> uh, you know that might be a venture that we have to do
1: <laughs> um oh, let's see And then the uh, we got the new superman book it's actually called new superman and this one is interesting because it's um Oh, I'm gonna say his name wrong, but we have a um, an Asian Superman, and basically, he somehow through contact with the New Fifty Two Superman, he got superpowers, and so from what I've gathered, and I haven't had a chance to read this one, but from what I gather, it looks like he's gonna be kind of like a he's not really a nice guy at first, but then he becomes Superman and he learns like, oh wow, you know, like I've got a I've got a lot to live up to here. So he's actually he's from Shanghai, um, and this first arc he's basically going to be building his own Justice League, and Kong Keenan Kong is his name. So I like how they kind of played with the Clark Kent. I think that's really cool.
0: <laughs> so nice. that,
1: that book that looks really exciting because, you know, it's funny because when we talk about, you know, uh, diversity in comic books. And it's true. A lot of people are like, you know, it's just so darn hard to create a new character and have them go off and be successful. It can happen. I mean, you look at – I mean, people forget, you know, like War Machine. There was an Iron Man variant that eventually carved his own niche. You know, he did it. Um, so I have high hopes for this new Superman. I think I think it's going to be a very spectacular comic. I hope I hope it, it comes out good. Uh, the art looks really good. I've never really seen this guy before, Viktor Bognovich. So I I like his I like his um, his style. It looks really looks clean. So I'm excited to see more of that book. Um, And then two other ones that were near and dear to my heart. We had the Nightwing Rebirth come out. So that's that's going to be great because we're getting uh, Dick Grayson back into costume. He's going to leave the uh, whole secret super spy organization of Spiral and and go back to his black and blues, not the red and blue, uh, red and black, but the black and blue. So we're going to get our Nightwing back. And of course, the big one. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth. Yes. <laughs> it had been. Oh, man. Probably a good. I when Johns left the book, I think that was 2012 or maybe 2014. No, it had to. Yeah, like 2014 or something like that. I have not enjoyed Green Lantern. I'm sorry. You know, it's just it's been so bad. And and with this one, with Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth, man, it nailed it. And it's funny because it's the same writer. Like, that was the thing that made me sad about Rebirth was like, oh, you know, all these books are getting new writers and new artists. And then Green Lantern. No, nope, we're keeping that. And I was like, Son of <laughs> a- <laughs> give me something here. So but yeah, uh, Hal Jordan of the GLC. Fantastic read. Uh, we get Hal back in costume. Some beautiful Ethan Van Scriver art. So I highly recommend go get that one. Um, let's see the other big side of comic book news. Marvel Comics. All right. You've probably heard it a million times, but here comes another one. Uh, Civil War II, number three came out. Wow. Like, you want to talk about comics really ripping scenarios from the headlines and what's going on in modern America? Man, they did some stuff there. Um, the inhu- Well, there's a new Inhuman named Ulysses, and he has the ability to see visions of future events that are going to happen. And so he, the Inhumans get him, they train him, the Inhumans go forward to the Marvel Universe heroes and they're like, hey, a giant celestial is going to come down and totally try to destroy Earth. So every Marvel hero teams up, they stop the celestial and they're happy. So they're celebrating. Carol is like, hey, Inhumans, how did you do this? And Iron Man's like, yeah, you know, that's really interesting. How'd this work out? So finally the Inhumans are like, well, every time we keep a secret, it usually goes, it blows up in our face. So here, let's just tell you. And they, uh, they, they, they introduce Ulysses to the Marvel U. So Carol, right off the bat, is like, I want you on my team. Come join us. And Tony's like, that's bullcrap. If he saw the future, we would be dead. He sees possible future. So there's your philosophical battle. Um, by the end of issue two, well, issue two, Tony kidnaps Ulysses to try to study him to see what's going on. Uh, everybody shows up. And they're talking Tony off the ledge And then that's when Ulysses has another uh, Premonition and everybody Sees and feels it and in this one we Have the Hulk and at The time of the drawing you can't really tell who it is Like which Hulk could it be Adamus Cho The totally awesome Hulk could it be Bruce Banner The incredible Hulk we're not sure And so yeah he's Basically like all the heroes are dead at his feet And he's clutching Carol in one Hand Tony in the other hand And you know it's like okay this is it so issue three opens up with Carol confronting Bruce and she's like, hey, Tony's there playing devil's advocate. It's like, look, Bruce, you didn't do anything wrong. Meanwhile, in the Hulk books, they've been really establishing that Bruce doesn't have any powers. He's just Bruce Banner. Like he he has the flu and he's excited about it. He's like, I've got the flu. This is so great. I've never been sick before, you know, which is weird. Um, <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, the heroes they basically confront him, and he starts getting angry because he references the first Civil War. He's like, "Look, last time you guys had a problem, and you thought you knew the fix. You shot me off in outer space. I'm sick of it. Don't tell me what's going on." And he's really getting angry. Then all of a sudden, bam, arrow to the head. He's dropped. Of course, arrow arrow means Hawkeye. So yeah, Hawkeye did the deed. And it the comic itself is wrapped up in a courtroom scene. So very good stuff. i believe there are two titles that are going to spin out of this the fallen and the accused and i believe the accused is going to be a really good daredevil hawkeye book and the fallen if i remember correctly i think that's going to take about uh some information from um uh, bruce banner's camp so kind of probably dealing with the hulks and how they're going to deal with banner's loss. so really exciting stuff there i mean that that's just one comic from marvel but man that really set the stage um Everything's still going about pace. Plenty of good stuff to go out there and pick up. Um, So, yeah. So that was kind of about it. Um, Interesting stuff, I guess, like when you're working with people. uh, Frank Cho and Greg Rucka, they've been at odds with each other, which actually got Frank Cho to quit drawing covers and variant covers for the Wonder Woman books. Wow. So that's scary because, you know, that's a brand new book from DC Rebirth. You know, like, uh uh-oh, is this... Is this going to be something that continues to happen? And it's getting ugly. Like if you're following him on Twitter, you're going to see some mud.
0: Yeah, I I heard there was some something going on with uh, Frank Cho. I didn't really look into it, but that that was interesting.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's funny because you're you're familiar with Frank Cho's art style. You know, I mean, it's I mean, yes, he does have tasteful stuff, and yes, he has provocative stuff. Um, you know, but I, what I've been seeing so far from his his Wonder Woman covers, it's good. I mean, he's he's drawn he he draws an Amazon, which which is awesome. You know, like it looks good. Um, uh, but Greg Rucka is very much you know like I hate you know a cheesecake, you know whatever they call it. I don't want any of that stuff. And so basically, you know, it's they've just been fighting each other, and finally, you know, uh, Cho was like, you know what, screw this, I don't need it. So, that was kind of a... That's a bummer. That's a bummer that that didn't work out to fruition.
0: Very much so. And, uh, you know, thanks to Franny, that's what we got going on in Convict News. But we have a listener challenge that was thrown at us by uh, Jose Aldana on, on Twitter. Uh, goes by at Jaldana15. He wants us to create the Sinister Six in the DC Universe. Which... I thought it was a very interesting challenge because I think one of the things that really separates Marvel from DC is that how many more street level people you have in Marvel than you do in DC, and and for me the Sinister Six, Sinister Six are definitely more street level. I mean, being Spider Man villains, they obviously don't. I don't. I, I wouldn't put them on the same level as Doctor Doom or even glad you know you're galactus you know what i mean the, oh
1: god no yeah yeah well that's what i like like it was interesting um when mark wade he did like a quick uh, arc on amazing spider-man you know post brand new day and all that stuff and they had this really good um like three four issues of electro and electro was at the time dealing with the financial crisis he's like You know, I robbed a bank, I put it into, you know, savings, and then my savings got depleted because it was invested incorrectly. (laughs) So he's like, you know, like, I feel the same pinch you do. So it was funny because at the same time, you know, like, the bad guys were just like us. You know, they are. They're street-level people. So I think that that you, you are right. You know, like, Marvel's very much, like, grounded. While DC is very much like universal, you know, it's like okay, this is this is what's going on in space and, and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, we when you read when you uh, when you read most of DC's characters, something that's a big event is going to be a big event for the world. The whole world is going to get involved, or the whole world is in danger. Whereas there could be a big event in Spider Man, and probably the biggest uh, danger is going to be just to New York City, you know.
1: Which... Oh yeah, like exactly Spider Island when they did that. It exactly, was, it was everybody on Manhattan Island, you know, got spider powers. So I know. So meanwhile, us over here in Arizona, <laughs> <it was> hot.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, which I, I thought was funny when after the the fifty two state initiative, when they, you know, each state got their own superhero team. Uh, I don't remember exactly who was on the Arizona team, but you know, they never <laughs> spent any time <laughs> in our state, so.
1: They didn't make any change at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know after we got this challenge, or at least when we first uh, saw um, this challenge be put out there, I know you turned to me and was like, so basically we're going to be talking about Flash (laughs) villains and, and Batman villains.
1: Oh, exactly. Well, because, like, to me, in my mind's eye, those are, you know, because I felt the same way. When I think Sinister Six, I mean... When the Sinister Six strike, it's not like, uh-oh, the Avengers better get here, or even the Fantastic Four. It's Spider-Man. He does it. He can take them on. Um, so they, they're like, you know, like we were talking about there. They are very much, they're your street-level crime. They're your, you know, that's, that's like a heist group. I mean, yes, I'm not trying to put those villains down. I mean, they do have some punch behind them. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, if Spidey can tackle them alone, He's very much a street-level hero. I thought to myself, well, who, who matches that? And plus, when we think about rogue galleries, you know, like Spider-Man is famous because of his rogues. And, you know, the same thing for The Flash. I mean, we're reading a book about a guy who runs really fast. Okay, the power's all right, but it's you know Barry or Wally. That's what makes the book. It's the villains. That's what makes the book. Right. You know, so I thought to myself, well, of course, it's got to be Flash. You know, Flash has got to be one of the picks. And I decided to extend it to yeah, Batman. He's got some. He's got some great characters there too. You know, and I think a bunch of mad scientists running around. <laughs> is Basically, what's going to happen to this challenge?
0: Exactly. I think that's another thing was that is that you know Batman once again everybody knows who Batman is, but. Everybody also knows who Batman's villains are, and and that's what yeah. I, I think most people. When you, when it comes to the movies too, people will be like, "Well, it only it, the movie depends if it's going to be good on whether or not who the villain is." And
1: yeah, that's a big part. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, uh, I, it made a lot of sense that you're going to see a lot of Batman and Flash villains in this uh, challenge of ours. So with that being said, um. First off, there's a lot of iterations of the Sinister Six in the area er, in the Marvel universe. So, uh, what team did you end up going with? I, I, I picked the original Sinister Six.
1: Same here. I did oh, the right. I did the same thing. I uh, so the original lineup with Doctor Octopus, the Vulture, Electro. Craven, the Hunter, Mysterio, and Sandman.
0: Yep, that's yep, I,
1: I went. I went classic. I figured, you know, what an easy way to start.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I, I mean, there's there's been other teams. There's been the teams. There's other teams that I liked, or other Sinister Six teams that I liked better. But yeah, the the classic original Sinister Six team was the one that I went with as well because yeah. it just made the most sense.
1: Yeah. Well, plus I, I always I like the dynamic look of it, you know, because I mean, it's like it's funny in the Marvel you green and purple anytime a hero starts wearing green or purple you know they're gonna go bad <laughs> you know because it's like when you look at that lineup like doc ock he's got his green and orange vulture green electro green and yellow craven a lot of chest hair uh mysterio <laughs> green and purple and sandman his weird like freddie cougar but the green shirt you know <laughs> that's
0: true it's very true
1: so it's funny how it's like man you know like Maybe they should have left Holt Gray. Maybe he would have had a better future. But when he turned green, you're like uh oh, and purple pants, this is gonna get bad. This is bad.
0: <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, uh, my Doctor Octopus or Doc Ock replacement is Mister Freeze.
1: Sweet, all right, good pick. Um, I actually I went with Hugo Strange. Ooh, I thought he'd be I thought he'd be the man to bring them together.
0: See, I, I like that. I like that. I think the only reason why I went with uh, Mr. Freeze is because uh, he had that technical side that – technical engineering side that that Dr. Octopus also has. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, and plus I like that they're both – they're tragic guys. I mean, you know, like depending on which version you read of Doc Ock, he actually – there were some out there that paint him off. He was a good guy. He had a fiancé and it was just that explosion that happened that, that gave him some – some uh insanity issues and um you know the 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 mechanics binding to him which obviously changed his physical appearance
0: right and uh uh and then also with uh, superior spider-man when he became spider-man for a while he was he was doing a good job as spider-man right
1: that's true he actually he, i mean like yeah he had a couple attitude issues but i mean overall that was a really good run you know what's interesting, and I maybe I, I should – hopefully somebody would have jumped on this one, but I think I might jump on it. Who would you do if you had the superior Batman?
0: Like as if uh, a so villain like took over the somebody mind of Batman? Took over,
1: yeah, somebody takes over Bruce Wayne. So you get the body, you get the, 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 the resources of Batman, but it's your mentality inside there. <laughs> You know
0: who i I think we've we've hit on this before, I think uh, a good one would be uh harvey Harvey Dent. I think it'd be Ooh, interesting for nice. him to to add in two more personalities inside of his crazed brain, so you'd have harvey two face Bruce Wayne and Batman all in there fighting
1: jeez, oh, <laughs> Alfred's gonna have to make a lot of tea. <laughs> I like that I like that. <laughs>
0: uh so then on to the next one uh, I have uh my replacement for Sandman I thought the probably the, the the most one-to-one uh like uh ratio would be clayface
1: I agree with you I, I did the exact same thing and and I I, I I went the same reasons you know I'm like all right who's gonna be your your big you know base guy with that giant body and hammer and and mace looking hands clayface you know yeah so, it, and that's actually a fight I want to see, or even better, I, I, I remember they did this, I think they only did it for one issue, but they had Sandman and Hydro Man were near each other when they were fighting, and they got mixed together and they became Muck Man. So that could be something where, like, muckman versus Clayfacer, you know, something like that, like, could you imagine, like, the visual, and I don't know, it'd be, I think that'd be a cool fight. You know? That would be,
0: it'd be an interesting fight, it'd be. You know, it's almost like uh, it's almost like um, when the Metal Men come together and make Alloy, you know? You could, yeah. <laughs> if you could get all three of them, Hydra Man, Sandman, and Clayface, in to together, what kind of weird creature would that be?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just a lot of anger. <laughs> well, but then, you know, and, and what would be really scary, like, I, I think giving an edge, Clayface is, is to me, is going to be the one who pulls off the bigger win because... When he has really good control over his powers, he can make himself look like somebody. This is true. So, I mean, like Sandman, yeah, depending on where you're fighting, but, I mean, you put him in a location with a bunch of people, Clayface has got some time to just kind of, you know, hide around and and do what he can to strike.
0: And, you know, I think the thing is with uh, Clayface, Clayface might be the smarter one out of the two. But I think Sandman has the the better, the more deadlier power, I guess I could say. Because, like, the way that he uses his sand doesn't necessarily always have to be blunt. It can be sharp, too. And I think yeah. that, you know, that works out better for him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely, like, I agree. With you. I think Clayface is the smarter. But I think Sandman is ultimately, like, the more, he's the more sinister of the two. You know, like he's going to be the one who's, like, You know, like, if I'm thrown in a ring, I'm going to do everything I can to win. Meanwhile, Clayface is just going to be like, "Ah, whatever, you know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, that ruthless edge can really determine, you know, how well you step out of that ring.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly true. Uh, For Vulture, I went and replaced him with Firefly.
1: Wow, good pick. I didn't even think about that character. (laughs) I like that. Because I think with with vulture
0: the his his, I mean I, like I I think I've said this before in, in, in the podcast I don't know a lot of vulture's past all I really think I have is his uh, is the the times he showed up in the '90s Spider-Man cartoon <laughs> and he right. he's more he was in that he was all about the stealing of the youth. Stealing youth from other people, bring, yeah. putting it in himself, and Firefly is most definitely a, a thief in himself. Now they both fly, which is good, but I think the whole thief mentality is what is going to get you that uh, uh, same personality or same uh, dynamic that you're looking for in the Sinister Sticks.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even think about that character, but they do. They have a similar background in that with that thief mentality because that's what led them to getting their power bases. So that's that's pretty good, um, I guess. For me, I went with I went with Man Bat. I figured again, like I kind of I looked at it because like when the vultures going on, like his suit really does make him look like a vulture. I mean, it helps that obviously he's this cranky old guy too, you know, with a weird shaped face yeah. as the bad guys require <laughs> and bald. But I thought to myself, yeah, yeah, you know, and his weird like neck fluff piece, you know, I feel like like Mick Jagger must have been there helping him design, you know, <laughs> like oh. I got a great idea for your costume because of your name, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I went with Man Bat. I thought Man Bat would be good just because, again, like I looked at it as like I guess I, I looked at it more from the scientific because, like Vulture, it, it does get forgotten that he is a pretty smart guy. Adrian Toomes you know,
0: like is a smart guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's got he's got that 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 background. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. So that's what led me to picking Man Bat, and you uh, know- because again.
0: Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know what's funny is that I almost did pick Man Bad. I, I, I was I was walking that same line with you and uh but what what it came down to was that I didn't want to focus I guess I just didn't want to focus on the 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 him the the smart part of it because we already had the uh, Mr. Freeze Doctor Octopus. I wanted to go with the the thief aspect, but you're right. Uh Man Bad is a great choice.
1: Yeah, well I, I like Firefly. I didn't I didn't even he didn't even pop up my radar. That was funny. So good good sneaky I like that.
0: <laughs> Um no, next one would be uh Craven.
1: Craven oh, yeah, okay. Huh? I'm going to pull a card here. Let's save Craven for last cuz I got a pick and I want to get your reaction for Craven. Ooh, okay. So let, me, let me let me do let's jump to Electro. Let's go to Electro. Electro? you pick for your Electro.
0: I picked Dr. Light.
1: Wow. That's a <laughs> Dude, oh my god. That would be one sick battle.
0: Yeah, right? Like, so yeah, you know, because, I, I I put Dr. Wow. Light in there because uh you know, after identity crisis I think he got his he when supposedly he got all of his memories back and he ended up being a lot more ruthless than he had been in more recent history so uh, I liked the idea of 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 him being that aspect of this DC sinister six
1: I like that that's actually a good pick they they do have a good one-to-one ratio because yeah like I think about it like electro he got used for that big breakout for the new Avengers when what that's what helped form their team. And he went and decimated the raft. So he went from being like a low tier bad guy to somebody who can like, wow, we didn't think about him and look what he did. Yeah, exactly. So that's a, that's a good pick. I like that. Um, for me, I went with Mr. Freeze. This is where I kind of thought about, you know, like the, the, the outpour of their power, like, because I always think of Electro, you know, he's always, like, shooting out his electric bolts and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, well, this is where I could see Mr. Freeze kind of, you know, using his freeze gun and his uh, intricacy. And plus, you know, electricity and water, that could be really good. So it'd be interesting to see who takes advantage of their power source to really cripple the other
0: one. No, I like that. It really does... Uh, send in like an an elemental an element feel or an elemental feel for uh, Electro so that you replaced him with Mr. Freeze
1: yeah so yeah that's what I was going with alright so now that puts us to Mysterio who's your Mysterio (laughs) Uh, you know I think (laughs) so when I was coming
0: up with this one I think it kind of stuck in my head because of a question that you asked me uh, before and uh, you asked me who would be the Riddler in the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I said Mysterio, so Riddler was my Mysterio. Nice. That's All it. right, I like that. I, I like the idea that he uses, uh, you know, Mysterio uses uh, illusions to uh, thwart his enemy or the hero, whatever you want to say. So the Riddler uses riddles to as either distraction or uh, his his part of his plot to, to, to thwart his heroes or his enemies.
1: I want, when those two, like, have their team up, I want it to just be called Game Show, you know? (laughs) It'd be (laughs) one wacky Game Show. (laughs) well, like, you would have, like, it would start out, it would look like Jeopardy, you know, and you have, like, three, like, obviously you'd have Batman Spider-Man, and I don't know whoever else you want to pick, put another hero in there, and it's like, all right, we're going to put you through the ringer, you know? Like, God, if they could get Arcade to team up with them, you know, it's (laughs) like... Oh, my God, whoever, you're you're done, you know, like you'd be in a bad situation. Uh,
0: you know what, that just makes me think of like those like crazy Japanese game shows where, you know, <laughs> you have to answer a question and then you have to do a, a weird stunt and, and
1: things explode <laughs> all around you. So now we know where they've been hiding in real life this whole time. <laughs> They're the producers of that game show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, well let's see, you know what's funny with Mysterio, I had a tough time because I actually I kind of wanted to go Clayface. Oh. I wanted to take their 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 um, acting background, you know, their Hollywood background. That's true. I thought that would have been kind of cool because you know, Mysterio, he was kind of like an FX guy and Clayface was an actor and they both went into crime. So I was like, Oh, that could that could be kind of cool to have that aspect. Um but it didn't I, I was just kinda like, well, oh, but I really again Clayface Sam in that one out more. So for me, I went with with for my Mysterio pick. I went with Scarecrow because kind of the same thing with the way their their motives are with how they use their power source. They kind of they really try to bring down some fear or play some intense psychological games. So I felt Scarecrow definitely fit that bill.
0: You no, know, you know that's 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 right. I, I I like that pick. That's the Scarecrow being such a uh, manipulator of your mind, and you know betray, your mind betrays you when you're under his his gas is the same thing as what happens when Mysterio uh, throws an illusion around you, so...
1: Yeah, yeah So I we... thought,
0: you know, I thought... I was, just, oh, I was gonna say, as we saw in Old Man Logan, uh, Mysterio's illusions are so good, they can they can fool even Logan's senses into killing all of the X-Men.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That whole, like, oh, don't worry, I'm the best here, is that what I do. Uh, you don't smell right, but I'll kill you anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what were you gonna say?
1: Uh... Oh well, I just um, I, I actually I lost it to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I, Mysterio just attacked me, Scarecrow. He was like, oh, "I don't want you putting that one out there." So <laughs> bad guy's got my idea.
0: <laughs> well, then that brings us uh, back to um,
1: Craven. Craven the hunter. Craven the hunter. Yeah, all right, so you throw you throw yours out. I want to see what your pick would have been.
0: Uh, okay, so mine, is, you know, Craven to me, Craven is. He's all about the hunt. He wants to be the best. He has to be. He has to be number one at uh, you know doing what he does. So who's the one that came to to Gotham to to make sure that
1: <laughs> that he was the best? Yes, I like it. I like it. We're <laughs> on the same page here. Bane. <laughs> yeah,
0: Bane is my yep. is my craving the hunter.
1: I I went the same way. I was curious because I was like I, I I thought you would like that pick. But I wasn't sure if you would have kind of gone the same route so that's why i was going to save this one because i figured we could get some really good discussion because exactly i mean it, it's funny because if you the, the listeners out there if you enjoyed batman nightfall and i know we didn't imagine if over this one um uh, craven's last hunt craven's last hunt could have been nightfall decade a decade right about a decade Years, several years right. before Nightfall happened, because yep. if, if Craven coming in and just crippling Spider-Man to the point where he wears his skin, he's he's got the Spider-Man suit on, and Bane has been famous for doing that too when he breaks Batman, or or sometimes he's been running around in like his own makeshift Batman costume. So I saw some very striking parallels, and and as you mentioned, it's the same thing. It's that mentality of I am the best. So I thought that was kind of cool.
0: I like it. So yeah, that that that, you know, I I'm, I'm so glad that we were on the same boat with that. So it was pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that that worked out very nicely. And plus, you know, I ultimately like I could see like they have such weird fashion sense with their costumes. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to go commit crimes and do some high profile stuff. I better wear an exposed chest you know, full body wrestling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so meanwhile,
1: know. while they're fighting, I could see Craven looking at Bane and be like, you're so smooth. Like, what do you do? You know, Bane's <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I don't shave. I use Nair. I air my chest. <laughs> and Meanwhile, Spider-Man and Batman are like, what the hell just
0: happened? <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh J Aldana 15. I hope uh you're okay with our Sinister 6 in the DC Universe. I would love to hear what your team would be, so make sure you send that in to us uh on Twitter. Um And
1: if you want, actually I don't know, I I did I I went a little bit further. I don't know if you wanted to hear. Um I also did my Flash picks. Oh, I did yeah, a Rogues. I thought... A Rogue Sinister 6. Go
0: for it cuz yeah cuz I mean, obviously mine didn't stick to just um Batman, because Dr. Light isn't really a Batman villain, but... Uh, well,
1: but if you think about the impact he had on Batman's life, uh, you know, that's that's definitely something there. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Okay, so a quick rundown. So for the leader, your Doc Ock, I went with Gorilla Grodd. Um, I decided to take him because ultimately, like, your your rogues are just, you know, they're kind of... They're like anarchists, you know. They're just out there being crazy, doing stuff. Grodd actually has an agenda. He wants world dominance or he wants his species to be back in charge. So I thought, you know what? He would definitely take that leadership role. Plus, with his mental powers, this is why he can get some of these characters to be a little bit more lethal. True. So I put him in the driver's seat. Okay. Um, For my Vulture pick, I went with the top, one of the first rogues to die early on. But I thought he'd be a good pick in the regard that – kind of the same way adrian tubes was like looking for immortality and um you know the life the life stealing thing i kind of saw that in the top i felt that they both had that that same similar drive and you know i so don't I think I, th-
0: oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut No, go ahead good but i i, no, I good, man. that's one thing about the the top i don't think i've ever actually read a story with the top in it but i have gone back and like looked up his wiki page or whatever and he's an interesting character, to say the least, with the whole. He, it's almost like he had he taps into the speed force, but with spinning.
1: Yeah right. Um, yeah, because like, well, it's fine. I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I really, I didn't really get exposed to the top until Identity Crisis, because that was part of the whole secret of Barry Allen. Was Barry was like, hey, look, the top found out about my identity. We need to, we need to, you know, changes. We need to shift his memories and thoughts, and so he was. He was the Dr. Light of the Flash Road. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so moving on uh, for my Electro pick, I went with the Weather Wizard. Uh, again, I thought, you know, the Lightning, I, I felt that was a very big aspect of the two. And plus, the two guys, their personalities, they're both dicks. Like, they're really, really <laughs> mean guys. So I thought, hey, that that would totally put them in that same tenacity. So I thought that would be good there. Good pick. Um, Let's see, for Craven, my Craven pick was Captain Boomerang. Um, again, they were both, like, if I remember correctly, I think in their their home countries, they were, like, celebrities, you know? And then they came to America on this quest of, like, oh, I'm going to be better than your stupid American hero. And then next thing you know, it's like, well, you kind of screwed up. You you pushed it too far. Now you're a villain. You know? You're a bad guy. <laughs> So I thought I'd play with that aspect of it.
0: Which which cuz cuz yeah, Captain Boomerang he literally gets his name captain from being in the Australian army or whatever, right? Australian military?
1: I don't know, like I, I kind of thought it was maybe like a Captain Kangaroo thing like over there in Australia cuz he's he's a toy salesman essentially.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But then again, I mean they've changed origins that maybe he di- maybe he was, you know. It's like, "Oh, because I mean, here, you know, we have our own rumors like didn't didn't Captain Kangaroo serve in Vietnam? You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's fact or fiction? <laughs> it's true. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. For my Mysterio pick, I went with a classic here, The Mirror Master. Again, yeah. another psychological guy that's on the big over the big top stuff. So, I thought that'd be, I thought that'd be a great pick. Uh, so, I went with those two, holding each other up to par.
0: Yeah, that, that's a perfect, perfect pick right there, Mysterio and Mirror Master.
1: Yeah, I, that would definitely screw you over if you had to be in their clutches. <laughs> and then lastly, for the Sandman, now this is where I kind of went off base because a lot of my, my prior picks were definitely like Silver Age Rogues. You know, like they fought Barry and Wally, you know, so they, they've been around. And I tried to think about, okay, well, you know, obviously we went with classic Sinister Six. Who could I pick that would be visually striking or similar to Sandman, and I couldn't find anybody, so I kind of went to more modern robes This one's more Wally, but I went with Tar Pit. Um, again, they they kind of have that big physical stature, you know the the the, the control of some of your 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 uh, your uh-huh. your you know what's the word I'm looking for, like your your earth material, you know. So I thought they'd be kind of cool. And plus, I mean, could you think about it? Because with Tar Pit, he's got that heat also. But, man, he might be able to do some damage to the Sandman. Very true. Yeah, so that is my Rogue Six. I <laughs> like that title. I'm going to use it. Rogue Six.
0: <laughs> it sounds like it's a Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh, uh, well, like we're I on se- a
1: heist to blow up a Gothel.
0: <laughs> like I said, at uh, Aldana 15 that was that's our uh, Sinister Six plus a bonus Sinister Six. So we would like to hear what you uh, came up with in your in your uh, your list. Um, make sure you tweet it at us and we will retweet it. Uh, for
1: sure. I'm excited to hear what you got.
0: <laughs> now we are going to go on to the challenge that we set forth uh, for ourselves with the help of at Ian Flux Sucks uh, a few episodes back. And that was we threw out a, a name for the team and we had to come up with uh, the members of it with the limitations that we set. Now, the limitations that we set, or uh, the qualifications, I guess, or the specifications, Um, we wanted a non-powered leader.
1: Yep, no powers leader.
0: Two magic users, a mutant, and uh, the fifth member could be whatever we wanted. Yep. So uh, my team was called... The Better Business Bureau.
1: <laughs> they alone are the. They alone are their own uh, entity. So they have their. What they do to us is magical. I'm pretty sure they're mutants.
0: <laughs> and Frady had uh, the, Supreme, the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court. There you go. Um, would you like to go first? Or you want me to
1: go first? Uh, I'd go either way. How do you feel? Let's. Let, let, I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way. All right, what you got? All so, right. who's your? Tell me about the Better Business Bureau.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, with a name like that, I, I really wanted to go with uh, you know, you had to have your main guy, your leader, be someone that was of business mind, you know, a person that, <laughs> you know, really could do bureaucracy and then the business and stuff like that. So, who else could it be other than Norman Osborne?
1: Wow! Oh man, you're leading out of the gate, guns blazing. Holy crap! That's Norman right, Norman Osborne, Wow, so, the Better Business Bureau. Could you imagine in real life if Norman Osborne took over? I mean, <laughs> companies could be as sinister as they wanted. It's a whole new version of Dark Reign. <laughs> That's
0: exactly it. And and in this one, like I don't even like this would be more like his when he was on uh, the Thunderbolts. Like he doesn't even put on his Green Goblin costume. This is just. Norman Osborne himself running this group as Norman Osborne.
1: Oh man. My spider sense is angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's funny that you used to bring up spider sense cuz oh, no. <laughs> my first magic user is Parker Robbins.
1: Wow. Okay. And they've got some history together, so that's pretty good. This
0: is true. And, and you know, that's what I uh, you know, I was kind of I wanted to put something out there that you know, uh, a magic user that I, he's a, he's a pretty big force, especially in Marvel as of lately, or at least the lately that I was reading. But he he still gets forgotten. I think a lot more than oh more yeah. Than
1: not. Well, like I mean, it, it's funny because if you think about it in terms of character, he's never really been trained on his magic, and look what he did. Exactly. You know, and then in terms of in terms of comic books, you know, a writer. Well, Bendis. You know, Bendis. I think Bendis. I'm not. Sh- I don't think Bendis created him. I can't remember, but you could tell Bendis definitely fell in love with that character. And look what he did. Look where he tapped that potential. You know.
0: Yeah, he put him into the the uh, the Cabal, right?
1: Yeah, he was he was the Doctor Strange uh, uh, counterpart. I, I, don't, I don't know my. There you go. There's a there's a good vocabulary word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, when they did the whole, uh, what was it? What if House of M? I think, or it was just. It was, an, it was another House of M story where he was the head of the Human Rebellion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, because even then, like, and it's funny. and That's what's interesting about Parker is he's not necessarily a bad guy. You know, he's just a guy who was like, look, man, I couldn't make it. You know, like, well, they played him off as he was a Peter Parker. Like, Peter Parker's got with great responsibility, with great power comes great responsibility. And I think if I remember, it's not exactly, but it was kind of like with great power comes great opportunity. Right, you know, so he's he's somebody who's like, hey, look, I got these powers. I'm going to do what I need to do to survive and be as successful as I can be.
0: And I don't think it was is was obviously wasn't the uh, it wasn't a coincidence that whoever created him called him Parker Robbins because he oh, yeah. he's very much a, a almost and I don't want to say evil version because you're right. He's not exactly evil. He's just taking opportunities of of Peter Parker, or Peter Parker has yeah. this 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 great like. Uh, moral code of, of having to be responsible uh, Parker Robbins looks out for himself and his own before he, he does anything else
1: well you know it's interesting because it, it's I, I forget what it, well okay so lately I've been I've been delving back into the uh, the whole spider clone saga and the whole premise for Ben Riley was he was Peter Parker but without Aunt May and Uncle Ben But even that's kind of wrong because they still have their memories of childhood. Right. So, you know, he he in a sense did get raised by Aunt May and Peter Parker. So I thought to myself, I said, well, you know, like Parker Robbins, he's totally that character. Like he's got, you know, like he easily like if he went to Forest Hills and who knows, maybe if he had, you know, an aunt and uncle, he could have totally been in a league like Peter Parker. But he was probably a kid who like, yeah, when he lost his parents, he didn't have somebody to take care of him. So he became, you know, like a a ward of the state or something along those lines. And next thing you know, it's like, well, you know, one opportunity led to the next led to, you know, I've just I'm doing what I can. You know, all I can do is is survive. So it's like, yeah, that Parker Robbins is Peter Parker without, you know, the Aunt May and Uncle Ben to raise him after he lost his folks. So
0: and so, when I was also making this team, I made sure that I I, I I tried to make sure that it would be people that that Norman could control one way or the other, and I think uh, Parker Robbins. So
1: wait, are you telling me that the Better Business Bureau isn't looking out for me? <laughs> no, <laughs> it is not.
0: <laughs> it is uh... sounds a
1: little too real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so with with Parker Robbins, you know, he might be more powerful than than Norman Osborn, but I think Osborn is more. Cunning, so he would be able to keep Parker in check. Um, so my next magic user, and and you might you might have to call a foul on me on this one. I don't know how you want to look at it, but I figured with magic, it also includes gods. So I I put in Aries. Uh, you know, if if you consider that to be a magic user or not.
1: No, I'm I'm actually I'm good with that because I mean the the old gods. I mean Thor technically he's a magic user because there's a spell on Mjolnir you know that's why only the worthy can hold it Um, and didn't Thor even have like a belt that you know this belt was enchanted that it gave him like twice like whatever his physical strength was it doubled it you know right so no I'm that still fits within the realm of magic so he you know he's a magic based person (laughs) plus Ares I mean in the art of war he's gonna learn every technique he can so I could totally see him busting out and being like, I'm going to put a spell,
0: you know, so no, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, more than likely his, his weapons are enchanted or, you know, whatever he needs to do to instill fear in his enemy. So, uh, yeah, that's what I put Ares in as my second magic user. Um, I like that. My next, my mutant is Taskmaster. With his, you know, photographic reflexes, you know, that Uh I would think that I mean, I consider him a mutant. I don't know if anybody, I don't know if he's ever been officially said that he is one, but I
1: think he is, but I can't remember. I mean, I, you know, honestly, that's one of those ones where I'm sure he was, and then some other writer didn't like that, so they nulled it, but I, you know, I I could see him in that regard. Yeah. I like, I like your pick of him because to me, Taskmaster, because he already has like, um, because he was running his, um, whatchamacallit... call it,
0: henchman X or yeah, his hench-
1: well his henchman training school. Yeah. So I could totally see like Taskmaster. He's like the HR guy of the
0: group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like kind of like when uh, when Osborn took over the the was it Avengers Academy, but he turned it. in... I guess he would have turned it into Hammer Academy or whatever. But you know, Taskmaster was one of the instructors and. He would be the one that'd have to wash people out. Like, they, you know, people, that person has to go, go down Washout Alley.
1: Yeah, yeah. Here's your uh, benefits package. It was <laughs> great that you tried to apply with the Better Business Bureau. Sorry, <laughs> we no longer need your services. <laughs> but, and then Taskmaster's like, you say one more word, I will cut. You. <laughs> uh,
0: and then my last one, which would be the ultimate her- er, uh, henchman for hire, I think, is Bullseye. So... Bullseye would round out uh, Norman Osborne's team as my wild card. The, the, he had no restrictions on if, if he was mutant or whatever. <laughs> so
1: he's the uh, he's the, uh, the the specialist for that team. Exactly. You know, like, hey, <laughs> we, uh, we need you to come in and do some dirty work for us. Not a problem.
0: <laughs> See, and then Taskmaster and Bullseye are both people that Norman, Os- Norman Osborn will pay for their loyalty. You know, like, as long as the money's there, they'll do whatever it is that needs to be
1: done. Yeah. Wow, nice! So the Better Business Bureau, Triple B, they are uh, quite the uh, rogues. There, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. I
0: we when we said it, we said super team. It didn't didn't necessarily say if it was uh, heroes or villains. And I went with villains.
1: You know, it's funny. I always laugh because when we do these team picks, you're like you're, uh your go tos. I you always go villains or team. <laughs> so that's what I was kind of expecting. I was like, he's probably going to have like you know like it's either going to be like this idealistic like. You know, like Hulkling and Wiccan and, and, uh, you know, some of the new warriors. And they're going to be like, Yeah, the better business bureau. We're going to go fix the world. Or you're going to go like crazy evil and like, We're going to, we're going to take over everything. And it's like, Yep. Uh, you just took Norman Osborn and gave him, like, a nine-gauge shotgun.
0: <laughs> That's right. Why?
1: Because fuck you nine times. <laughs> That's, right.
0: That's right. He's trying to take over, you know, so many other ways. But then he's like, wait, if I can get all the businesses in my hand, thus I, I control the economy, I now control the world.
1: Yeah. Like, it's funny because, you know, like, whenever we, um, I, you know, I think I think you have this at your job where, like, your health benefits – comes from Cobra. So it's so hard (laughs) to not laugh at when you're at your HR presentation because they're like, oh yeah, Cobra will be providing you. Cobra? (laughs) They beat G.I. Joe? No! (laughs) That's right. So when we grew up, Turns out G.I. Joe got old, and Cobra was just like, screw it. Let's get into business.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly where they did. They were like, no, you know what? We're doing this all the wrong way. We should just become a legitimate business, and then we will win.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can't stop us if we control it. (laughs) He who has the milk is the winner. (laughs) I like it. I I dig your team, the Triple B, Better Business Bureau. Because it's funny, too, because, you know, obviously – small business owners are afraid of the better business burial because you know, somebody calls it and makes a report true or not, your day's going to change. So that's, that's right. You <laughs> they are a quite file
0: that they're, they're going to talk about. So there, there's my team. It's, they ended up being villains, but, uh, uh, that's, I guess that is the way I roll. <laughs> <laughs> that's the style. So, cool. uh, Franny, who is on the Supreme court?
1: All right, so my team, which is going to have to rise up and oppose you, <laughs> which is funny because our names kind of do put us at odds, you know, like, you know, all right, so, um, all right, so my my Supreme Court, okay. Now, right off the bat, this is where you're more than welcome to call call foul on mine because um, I'm not too sure how they'll classify them. But I kind of thought, okay, well, I'm thinking a Supreme Court, so I really wanted to get characters from all over the place, kind of. Kind of like an Illuminati, you know, Um, like they're going to be the ones that come in. And it's like, well, when it comes to anything over the realm of magic, I am the superior ruler. When it comes to science, I am the, you know what I mean? Like they're definitely like the top specialist of their categories.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I was trying to do when I was thinking about my team. So you have
0: have another Sorcerer Supreme, another Scientist Supreme, another uh, Fighter Supreme maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, those types of things. So, so here's what I went with. So right off the bat, my no powers leader, and I've got a reserve. So if you feel this one's not good enough, I I can change it. But I went with Black Panther, Um, because he he is a normal guy. Yes, you know you could argue, well, but wait a minute, he's you know. But the thing is, he is like, and I I mean, no cultural disrespect, you know, to a comic book culture. Uh, (laughs) But you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, those herbs and stuff like that that he does take, are they really like? I mean. Is he? I mean, in that case, then he is he Bane or is he Batman? You know, is he a guy who trained really hard or is he a guy who just took something and all of a sudden got powers because of it? You know what I mean?
0: No, I'm I'm with you. I would say that he's a normal guy because I would say I mean it's all it's I don't care if you if you eat some leaves, it's not going to turn you into what Black Panther is. That's training. That's that's studying for over years and years of time.
1: Yeah, so that's how I felt because, you know, it's like, you know, I, I did. I, I looked up his wiki and I just wanted to make sure. and But so anyway, so, yeah, if that works, I, I totally went with him because, again, I get somebody who's an expert at, you know, a lot of hand-to-hand combat. And plus, you know, he is a king. He's a ruler. So I thought that would be a really good pick for my Supreme Court you know because obviously he is you know he's going to be a very good litigator he's going to know his laws and stuff like that and international so i thought okay for this title i think he'd be a good pick so he's definitely my my figurehead my leader of the group okay um then for my mutant well you know you know who i i'm totally into when it comes to the x-men and stuff like that i want cyclops um again because cyclops I, I, I don't know how far you continued reading the X-Men, but lately they, they kind of they made him the ultimate villain, you know. But if you really think about it, I think it was X-Men issue 500. He was the one who basically was like, mutants, I have utopia. Come to utopia. I don't care if you're good, if you're bad, or if you just want to be there. We want you here because we're mutants and we're sticking together. And he did. He got all the mutants to live together. Um, Even after the schism, even after, you know, Avengers versus X-Men, he still had them united. And then in X-Men issue 600, he managed to have all the mutants, you know, in front of the White House on a peaceful march, on a peaceful uh, protest display or whatever you want to call it. So I thought, you know what? He's got a commanding presence when it comes to that. So, you know, with it being a Supreme Court, I felt he'd be the best person that when it comes to matters of the mutant state, he's the one you go to.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that makes... I mean, for... If you think of the X-Men, I, I would have to say you think of Cyclops first. Like, he's... Not only has he been under the tutelage of Xavier, he'd also joined up with Magneto for a time, and then you know, he, he's, he's been everywhere. So... Yeah, Why he wouldn't, is... Why wouldn't he be the, the, the penultimate? And... And if you trace back all the different <laughs> uh, family lines, they all end up at Cyclops at some point.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because there was a – I forget what book I bought, but I thought it was interesting because they had a, it was either like um, getting ready for X-Men Age of Apocalypse or the marriage of Scott and Gene. And it was funny because you had the X-Men Blue team, which was led by Scott Summers. You had the X-Men Gold team, which had Gene Gray on the team. You had X-Factor, which was led by Havoc, Alex Summers. You had X-Force, which was led by Cable, Nathan Christopher <laughs> Summers. And you had Excalibur, who had Rachel Summers as a member. And I was like, holy shit, the Summers are on every X-Men team. You know, So yeah, he is the paternal of that head. Because yeah, it's like, what's going to survive in the future? The Ascani Clad which follows the teachings of the Phoenix, which is responsible because of Rachel, and which created its greatest fighter, Cable. You know, so it's like, yeah, yeah, I think uh, he's probably a safe bit when it comes to matters of the mutant affair. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay, my magic users. Well, you gotta have the Sorcerer Supreme, so I went with Doctor Strange. Um, You can't get any better than that. So, that's who I decided to go for. Now, my secondary matter or my secondary... Magic user. I used them in two regards, and this is where it's going to be interesting because he's going to be the one that's going to be kind of, uh, kind of the wild card of my team. I went with Doctor Doom. Interesting. Yeah, because I, again, he has a ton of magical expertise, but he's also going to be my technology person. So, you know, the the, the big pick would have been well, what about Iron Man? I I figured with Doctor Doom, you get a head of state you get a magic user and a technology user. So I was like, you know what? For a Supreme Court, I love Tony Stark. I think he's great. But this is where, you know, Victor Von Doom takes the cake in that regard.
0: And, you know, obviously there's uh, no mistaking that in future comic books, I believe, he's now the he's one of the two Iron Men?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have uh, Riri Williams, who will be the, uh, uh, the Invincible Iron Man. I'm not too sure what they're going to retitle it. And then victor von doom will be the infamous iron man so yeah so he's he he, he usurped tony's book (laughs) which i saw
0: the um i saw i think i saw a a promotional picture or a teaser picture of what his uh iron man suit looks like who's your next uh your last person
1: let's see okay so the last person my unknown i went with a very unknown i went with star fox
0: wow yeah Yeah. (laughs) no that is very unknown
1: um, he is pretty much the Prince of the Titans, which is where we get Thanos from. And then Star Fox is the brother of Thanos. So I thought, hey, you know, he's kind of, he's that, you know, he's a, he he would be a matter of space. So being the Prince of the Titans and uh, having that background, I thought, hey, why not? So Doctors Doom and Strange, the Black Panther, Cyclops, and Star Fox, that's going to round up my Supreme Court. So that way they are very much matters of Every big field when it comes to what's happening in the Marvel universe, I
0: like it. You know, that's it's you. You kind of created this council that you know uh, would would oversee. I mean, (laughs) it's almost like creating another Illuminati. But it it is. I love your choices. This is really cool, especially with the Star Fox from Left Field.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, when you said unknown, or when when unknown was thrown at us, I was like, you know what? That's going to be a big challenge. I'm going to find somebody who is (laughs) really. So right now the Wikipedia Star Fox page is going to get, like, a couple more hits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Uh, another challenge in the bag. We have created two new teams, uh, one villain, <laughs> one super, one hero, <laughs> with with the odd choice of Doom in there. I mean, I don't know how he'll re- interact with the rest of them, but that that's the conflict, which makes good for a good story. So... Uh, with that, our next episode, when we come back, will be a 101, and I believe we're going to be doing Jackal. Now, he hasn't shown up in any uh, TV show or movie yet, but uh, he's going to be a big character, looks like, in Spider-Man here pretty soon again. So Yes, to- because
1: yeah, our, um, our upcoming Spider-Man adventure is going to be titled The Clone Conspiracy. Um, so I'm very excited because... Hopefully a character I love will be coming back. So, yeah, the Jackal, I want to get you guys informed. So that way when you go out there and pick up your Spider-Man comics, you know exactly who the hell this bad guy
0: is. (laughs) There you go. And uh, I'm excited to learn more about him because, you know, for one, this is not a character I know too much about. Uh, Once again, this has been a great challenge, and I, I hope more people will send in their challenges for us to to work around or look at or uh, create because creating is fun. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. Well, I tell you what, like, um, again, I, I, I forgot his screen name, but that was a fun one, making the Sinister Six in the DCU. I love that stuff. So, yeah, listeners, please, you know, if there's something you want to you want to interact with us, it's always fun. It's always great to, as Mitch just said, create something. So that's, that's fun. That's the best part of this.
0: Okay, so the best way to get a hold of us is I am at agent underscore of the underscore bat on Twitter. Franny is...
1: At stuff I should say, should being spelled S-H-U-D. That's and, how you'll find me on the Twitters. <laughs> and then
0: we have also at Elite Radio on Twitter, as well as Elite Radio on Facebook, where we do most of our conversation. Uh, be a part of the community. Join us over at uh, GeekEliteRadio.com, our website, for uh, archived episodes of this podcast and other shows. Uh, but always remember that, you know, we're here to have fun and uh, talk to everybody and include as many people as we can. So, until next week, this has been Imagine If on the Geekly Radio Network saying always remember to geek Geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.